What time is it? What time is it's it? 2 it's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Welcome, 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 guys, to the Two Awkward Millennials podcast. I am joined by my partner and argumentative banter, Hendrix. What up, though? And I am KC, voice to be. <laughs> Why are you so goofy? Negative. Never mind, bro. Anyways, I'm KC in the place to be, and that place is the 2 a.m. podcast each and every Monday, bringing you our awkward take on pop culture, life, love, and the millennial experience. What the fuck is up, guys? Is it every Monday or we just like I don't know. It's it's, uh, it's Sunday ish. Monday ish. I mean they it's there by Monday though. Yeah, that's true. So I mean it's a technicality at best. And Sunday doesn't sound as doesn't go as well. Yeah, nobody wants to do shit on Sunday. Yeah. It's a day of rest. It's the Sabbath. The Sabbath day. I'm not touching that. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> good to fucking day, good people. Hope you guys are all doing well. Hope you had a miraculous, awesome, fucking wonderful weekend. Hope your last week was great. Hope you're living your best life. You know, trapping all the bando, dancing and fucking emphasizing, and doing everything that makes you happy. You know, be the best version of you. <laughs> the fuck? Andrew? We'll talk about that later, but. Um, all right. That's a very um, open ended comment or statement. <laughs> Hendrix, what's up? What's going on? Um, what's nothing. Sh- what's shaking? Nothing really. Um, shaking is my stomach right now. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> last week I had an incident where I uh, grinded my tongue in my sleep, so I've been dealing with that. No solid foods for uh, a week, so I'm hungry as shit. But uh. Yeah, we had the end of stage, so we gonna get it. We gonna get it popping. Um, Don't listen to anything that Hendrix is saying right now. He is actually just anorexic, and he is finding any reason not to eat as he weathers away in front of us all. Well, so. since you say that, um, this uh, I think it's said this Tuesday. So Tuesday is February twelfth. My birthday is May twelfth. I will be thirty. So I have come up with this thing where I want to be fit in shape by the time of my 30th birthday. What does uh, the rest of the uh, world want to know? Because the rest of America is overweight. What? Um. um so the rest <laughs> of us want to know yes. what is what does fit and uh, in shape look like for someone naturally skinny? So for all the um, ectomorphs out there, explain to me fitness. For you guys, um, it's more so like I, I don't know. I've been kind of saying that I have this dad bod now. Like you know, when I was twenty five or twenty, like I had abs and like I had defined muscles and shit like that. So I just want to kind of get back to that. Basically, that's that's pretty much it. Okay, cool. Yeah, great. All right, well. So what's what's been up with you, man? I know you you the social light of the group. Am I uh, though? Yeah, I don't go outside. And most of the time, I don't either. Like I have um. You go outside at least two to two to three times a week. 
Yeah, for work. <laughs> um, in my mind, you go outside for work. Um, I think it, it definitely varies because I have times where I don't go outside like at all, pretty much. Definitely. And then it's like I go out every now and then, but sometimes it just happens to cluster together, which is what has been going on recently. Like, I think last week. Did I go somewhere last week? Yeah. Last week. Um. I don't know what's food involved. I don't know what it was. I don't know. You take pictures. Like, you out and about doing shit. I don't remember. But, I don't yeah. remember going over last weekend. But maybe I did. I really... Damn, my memory is bad. No, I was dying sick. So, I actually didn't want to do anything. But so you, didn't you still go out? I don't think I went anywhere. Because I was in the... I think I was in the bed. Because I was sick as hell. So, I want to say... I didn't do anything. Yeah, I didn't. I will okay, I remember I was supposed to go somewhere. I didn't go. And then I went somewhere I think on like Friday. I went out for food. Like I was still home by ten. Okay. Um I mean so. but your your go out game is like so elaborate that niggas don't. See even this is know. the thing. I really legitimately like I don't do a lot, so and I work in a place where I don't exactly get <laughs> beautiful or dress up yeah. all the time niggas don't understand that so when i go out i'm like i'm really like as i've gotten older in the last couple of years gotten really into fashion for whatever reason and so i like putting together looks like i'm like oh okay this piece. like i'm one of people i've gone like oh this piece and then you know you really you think you're in fashion when you call shit pieces I'm like <laughs> oh this piece and <laughs> i put this together oh this look good and like I've always been into fashion. Like when I was younger, I used to like love dressing my friends and putting outfits together for them. But as I've gotten older and like got my body to a place where I actually like it a little bit, it's like I can envision a piece and it actually looks like how I envision on myself. So I've been actually getting dressed up and I ain't going nowhere. So if y'all see anything on Instagram or on my Snapchat, listen, I probably really didn't go nowhere. I'm to be honest with you. Yeah, I had a situation like that yesterday where, like, you know, sometimes on your off days, you kind of, like, you chill. But if you're going, like, if I'm going out the house and I've been chilling all day, I'm putting clothes on. Like, I don't necessarily want to put the, do the sweatpants shit, so. Especially because, like, my everyday clothes is very similar to, I'm very laxed, like, the only difference, because I pretty much like anytime I go out, I have heels on because I never wear, I don't wear heels every day. I wear boots. Usually I usually have them up or something. All right. I wear uniforms I wear every day. Sandals. So I have to do something different besides fucking uniforms every day. So I got, I, I kind of get into <clears throat> my looks, whatever, when I go out. But anyway, so I, um, I say it gets clustered together, especially because I only post when I go somewhere. And so this week, <laughs> um, this week I think, yeah, I posted a picture on Instagram because I had went to like happy hour with somebody or whatever, and um, that was interesting. I guess what was interesting about it? Well, first of all, mm, I'm trying to debate if he's gonna go back and listen to this episode. Fuck that nigga. The only so reason I say that is because. I don't want to. I don't want to burn no bridges, and he uh, wants to do a sponsorship through our show <laughs> for promotion purposes. So maybe I'll save that story to see if the deal goes through. So um, before that, 
close. What kind of what kind of money are we talking about? Okay. That's why I said we will discuss. What kind of money are we talking about? Huh? What kind of money are we talking about? Like nigga money or like legitimate business money? I mean, I don't. We would have to see what our promotional prices were because I said I was like it depend on. I mean, I feel like we're talking business on the show. Never mind. We will talk about this later off air because this is not. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know if I can give you the green light to tell the story, man. Like, Honestly, this story is not that bad. I don't feel like he's gonna go back and listen. It was just like it was a. How much do you care? First of all, I don't care about niggas like the money that they have. Obviously, y'all know I, you know, support the broke men. But as far as like, um, oh, about, no, you're not getting that. No, no, you don't. That's a lie. Not getting my shit off on a regular basis, and I definitely support broke niggas. And that's actually gonna go back into my story later. Because I had a I had a moment yesterday. It was actually like, it's one of the moments. It's sad, but I'm gonna tell the story because it's more funny than it was fucked up. So I'm gonna tell the story later. But yeah, like um, we were supposed to go out one time. He stood me up. Like I was I was on my friend. He was like, oh, you know, I'm with my friend. Like we meet up at the bar. I'm like, okay, we, we meet my friend already at you know the casino, listen to some live music. Wow, I'm getting old. And so um. <laughs> The white people hustling and shit. Like he really went out and we sat in like the little lounge in the casino where the band was playing. The cover band was playing. Like I'm almost thirty, so um, <laughs> <laughs> we um, and we had some drinks and shit, you know, whatever. So um, he was he was supposed to come. He was happy to be out. And he was supposed to come up there, and so he never showed up or whatever. But I mean, I was with my friends so already, and um, he was like, "Oh, you know, I didn't really want to come because I didn't really have to find him do that." And I respect him being honest. Do y'all really respect that? Cause I mean, niggas be trying to act like I got it and I don't. So, but I respect you being honest. But I mean, this is a thing. I respect you being honest, but I feel like you also should not have made plans with me in the first place. Like because he still went about it wrong because he stood me up first, and then when I text him like the next day, like then what happened to you? Then he was like, yeah, when I actually calculated my money, I didn't really have it like that to be going nowhere. But I'm just like, why did you? Because he asked me what I was doing that night. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was making plans with me. So that's why I'm just like, it didn't really make any sense. No, it makes perfect sense. As a guy, we want to look, you know, we want to know what y'all doing. And then when you say what you're doing, it's like, oh, well, uh, Oh, okay. Well, yeah. no, because it wasn't even like that. Cause he was like, "Oh, we should go have a drink," and I'm like, "Oh, me and my friend are already going downtown at the casino." Like that's how it was. Like he made literally was making plans with me. Okay. Like, oh, we should have a drink, and I'm like, "Oh, well, me and my friend are already going to the casino." Like, if you want to just you know pull up, pretty much. I mean, but you know how the casino prices be. But I'm sorry, I can especially like in the first meeting, I could buy my own drink. I wasn't expecting you to come and just get me drunk at the casino. Like we had like two drinks. It was a very like light, like little classy kind of like, well, you know, have a drink, sit here and listen to this music. That's why I'm getting old, right? Anyways, that wasn't second. So he <laughs> invited me to go um, to a happy hour, and that's why I said it was already kind of like. How much do you care about little stuff like that? Because like his friend, like I was, it was a random ass bar that he suggest suggested. I'm like, this is random. <laughs> so I'm like, what's the catch here? Not catch, but I was just like, this is a very specific place for you to be sitting by yourself. And so when I actually got there, like I ordered some food, I ordered a drink, which I could have completely paid for myself, you already know. But not the point. Um. But yeah, like <laughs> when it was just when it was time to pay the bill, 
his friend worked there and he gave it to him and like cut the bill in like half. And I'm like, that's why we're he's in this random peculiar hotel bar. Like, um, <laughs> that's like yeah. but it was just like, so how much does that matter? I mean, I don't care about stuff like that, but I was just like, so that's why we're here. Cause I'm like the whole time I'm like, this is a random ass choice. Like it's so many bars. You talking about downtown. Any downtown area, but downtown Detroit is literally littered with bars. And so it was like we rented this random ass hotel bar that was just like, what? <laughs> but I mean, his friend was like man. the manager or something. So that's why we ended up going there. You got to get them discounts while you can, man. I mean, I'm completely fine with it. It was just, I was just like, this was interesting because it was just so random. And then when I was like, I had an aha moment when he came and grabbed the bill and, and cut it half. <laughs> But anyways, I don't give a fuck. Anyway, so um, that was that. That's why I went out earlier this week where I was dressed up and I posted pictures. <laughs> and then yesterday, my dear, um, actually, fuck that nigga. My brother was in town from Atlanta. And, <laughs> and um, so I was hanging out with him. And, you know, he's Greek. He's a Sigma. And so there was like a big party for them. It's like a thirty chapter 30 year anniversary party. So a lot of old people, a lot of good times. People I haven't seen in years. Like I haven't seen a lot of them in like five years. It's been a long ass time because me and my brother graduated the same year from college. And so like we haven't done like college shit probably since like two years after we graduated. We graduated in 2012, 2019. <laughs> so y'all can get the huh? time frame in which it has been, nigga. <laughs> It's been a while, but it was very fun. Me and my best friend went. We had a blast. It was good seeing everybody or whatever. I know I had tweeted that like yes, last night. Like, thank God I look good <laughs> because, you know what I'm saying, I ain't seen a lot of them in five years, so I look completely different than I did the last time I seen a lot of them. So it was like, damn. Oh, my God, which I enjoyed that. Look, I envy people like you because what? I don't go through that at all. Like, people can recognize me in a crowd because I look the same. Like, it's just a little bit of difference from right now to five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Like, my shit is always squirted the same. Like, I always looked similar. I mean, I look the same in my face, but it's just that, like, I was, like, the last time I seen them, a lot of them was, like, right out of college, and I was, like, literally probably twice the size I am now. So, it was just like, holy shit. Still felt good as fuck with my ex-boyfriend. Like, you're fine as fuck. (laughs) I'm like, what? Uh, I, I, was there. Yeah, which is funny because I really wasn't expecting a nigga to be there because when we were dating, like I met him because he's a stigma, like he was on the same line as my brother. But when we were dating, he was never involved in Greek life. Like he was one of the people that never did shit. Like I went to more Greek parties than that nigga did once he crossed. And so it was just like the fact that I really was not expecting him because he'd never really been active like that. So I, since like his Neil year. So I was never, definitely not expecting to see him. That nigga was there. So. And that's the first time I seen a nigga like since we broke up. And I was like, that's literally the only serious relationship I've ever had in my life outside of no. So that's huh? the funniest Wait, shit. Wait, I thought ever. we didn't go together. Come on, man. 
Make it be mine. Did I said no. I didn't say nothing about Hendrix. Oh. You know what? I actually, uh. So. That's a funny story. Tell it to different people. <laughs> it's a funny story because they uh, talked about that on. I watched the live stream of. Let's uh, keep it in 100 or let's keep it 100. I'm What's sorry. That? Um, that's. Uh, you fucking up something right now. <laughs> I'm just Jackie and uh, the Empress Nicks. Show they do on um, YouTube, and they had uh, two other podcasters, uh, Paco, Black Paco, and um, Penrose. Mm-hmm. And they were just talking about like the differences that a lot of people don't notice between the people you hear on podcasts and the actual person. So you can have this persona on the podcast, like, you, you aren't as bad. In, in real, real life, life as yeah. You are in like I think about that sometimes when I listen to the show, like easily, like somebody could legitimately listen to the show and like not like me. I'm nowhere near as abrasive, as loud. I'm as opinionated, but I only share those opinions with certain people. Whereas on the show, obviously y'all get it because I'm very. We were all, you know, that's our theme: transparency. Ha <laughs> ha. But. Most of the stuff that I would say, only people I would actually have those conversations with is like my best friends and no, in real life. Like those are literally the only people. Why you don't want to talk to Henderson? Because that life. nigga dick. Like that's the nigga that been getting on my nerves for the past 30 minutes before we started recording. So like. At it's, least you know I'm in I'm, I'm It's in different levels. So because like, in real life, I'm quiet. Like I don't even talk like that. <laughs> Um, I don't really like I just don't Like I'm kind of to myself I'm a little bit of a loner Like all this like that So Surprisingly this is true guys Which I feel like goes into the ideology I know I heard somebody say that A lot of like podcasters Like you have such a Even creators in general Like they be lame in real life I'm not saying like lame I'm saying like just kind of like Not as social as you would imagine to be Cause you Like people who get up here And sit there and tell you Their thoughts their feelings And they're loud And you know I guess foreseeably confident, you wouldn't assume that they're just kind of like more reserved in real life, which is like, I know I am. I think Hendrix's personality is the most similar to how he is in real life. He's not. No, I mean. He's not as much of a troll in real life, I would probably say. Yeah, I'm a lot nicer in real life. And people who had discussions in the community with me understand, like, I'm, yeah. I don't know. Jury's still on that one. <laughs> Anybody but this one. I'm sorry. This one has a, a agenda already. So, what's my okay. agenda? I mean, you just no, <sighs> nigga. I don't know. You know what? Let's just keep it moving. So, is that all your socialite stuff for this week? Yeah, I ain't do shit, bro. It's <laughs> all good. Anyway, that was the Sigma party. The know? Sigma party was great. Sigma I had, like I said, I had fun. Yes, it was a whole lot of fucking strolling. Venue wasn't big enough for that, niggas. Y'all got me fucked up with way too many people in there. Is. And there was a lot of strolling. That's why I'm like, man, it's been so long. Like, when I, when me and my best friend was going, we was like, you know how long it's been something to a Greek party, nigga? I had to remind myself that I had to move the fuck out the way for these niggas trample me. Like, remind myself of that shit. Because they will definitely trample your ass. I mean, a lot of these niggas, like, it's not as bad as it was. Like, you're not going to get jumped like you would have in college <laughs> for breaking up a stroller. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> Depending on where you go Don't take this advice from me nigga But It was a good time though I had fun I felt like it was 
2009 all over again. Wow. Dating the fuck out of myself, right? Ten mm. years ago. That's when we were active in Greek. The funny thing about it is I'm not Greek, but my brother and my, like, closest sibling is. And so we pretty much lived his Neo year together. So definitely was all in that shit. But um, anyways, what else? What else is going on? What's music, movies, TV? Um, Future Man. I started watching Future Man this week. Fuck is that? It is a hilarious. Uh, supposed to be like a. It's actually a comedy. I'm not gonna say it's supposed to be an action. It's action and comedy. It's it comes on Hulu. It has, okay. Uh, it's a couple actors that you will know. Um, and the concept is just like time travel and shit like that. So if you're in the sort of the comic book you know ram or whatever it is is there for you and it is hilarious mm. absolutely hilarious they're very abrasive they make all kind of jokes and shit it's a yeah it's basically if if arrow was like r-rated okay yeah okay. kind of those vibes like yeah it's it's pretty good i enjoy it a lot um the grammys are tonight or tomorrow. I mean, they come on on Sundays. Yeah. So. So too. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I'll check in back and forth. I legitimately probably sleep. <laughs> yes, you probably would. Because I go to sleep early as hell, <laughs> so I will be sleep. But um, I'll catch everything on a social media platform near you. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any thoughts. I'm glad that a lot of people are, um, taking a stance to actually not participate I, I feel like that's dope so um yeah hopefully you have a, a good show every time the enjoy. fucking grammys come up every year the only thing i ever really think about and i feel like most importantly more importantly than the fucking award show is a rock nation brunch and that is my goal for my life and the level of success the pinnacle that i want to reach is eventually getting to that motherfucker one year <laughs> i'm running out of time no not playing. really but um, cause it's just like it just looks like such a a dope ass like black excellent ass. It just it look make, look a fuck amazing. Like I can't imagine. Like first so of all, the of amount money of money and I'm about to say the amount of money in that motherfucking room is ridiculous. First of all, yeah, I don't think I feel comfortable. You can only even take just with a couple of them niggas. You take a handful of them niggas, and you talking about billions, bro? No, no, I don't think I feel comfortable in those circles. No. I'm not even saying as far as like I would be able to maneuver. Yeah, I'm talking about the the, the status, just even being worthy of being in that room, bro. It would be like, all right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need an invite one time. Maybe I won't go. We get an invite to the Met Gala. Be in that bitch. No, that one. You can keep that one. Straight. Yeah, I don't really want to go there, but the Rock Nation brush, I do want to go. <laughs> Anyways, um, I went to go see the Taraji movie. What is it? Want what men want? How did the rated R effect affect the movie? It wasn't. Um, it was rated R. Yeah, I believe so. Um, I'm trying to think what it was rated R for. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember anything. I mean, that was a lot of the talk with the. Oh, it was original, some sex scenes, like between the original and this one. It was some sex scenes, but I mean. Nobody was, there was no nudity or anything. Okay. Um, I don't even remember them cursing like that either. Erica Badu char- character was funny as fuck. Um, 
So she has some end credit like little scenes that was funny. Um, but yeah, the movie was pretty good. I um I actually really what a movie I had any really desire to see, but I was dumb. <laughs> I went. It was good. Um actually I kinda understand why. I know me and Hendrix talked about it before when we was talking about the um the little movie. Is that what it's little? Little? Yeah. Okay. When we were talking about it, you said yeah to which one? <laughs> It's called Big. Okay, Big. When we were talking about it, um, we were saying like it seemed like more of a Taraji role. And I could see why they didn't cast her because the characters were similar. Mm-hmm. Like she was like top of her field. Like, you know, um, should they even have the same fucking short haircut? Short bob cut. <laughs> but um, yeah, like it, the roles I feel like are similar as to what they were. Except I'm pretty, I don't think that one is a romantic comedy. But, um, or maybe it is, I don't know. But the roles definitely seem similar, like powerful woman, you know, position of power, egotistical, maniac kind of thing, so. That's every role that she plays. Yeah, whatever. So, But that's what I'm saying. Remember, that's why we said we were surprised that it wasn't Taraji. She can only do something. Nothing against uh, Regina Hall. Thank you. Nothing against Regina Hall. But um, it just seemed like a Taraji role. But anyways, yeah, so. It was a good movie, actually. I liked it. It was funny. Um, it was cute. It was, it was really cute. You know what I'm saying? You, I watch a lot of rom-coms, so I know they all go the same way. And, you know what I'm saying? It's all good, 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 good. And it's like, oh, shit. Something bad fucks up everything. And it's like the main character goes through it. And then it ends happy. Pretty much every fucking rom-com there is. But I still love rom-coms. It's like one of my favorite genre movies. You know, I pretty much could predict them at this point, but still wonderful. So I like that. I'm trying to think what else I was watching. Oh, um, if y'all haven't saw it yet, I don't know if anybody is into this fucked up ass humor. Hendrix, I'll let you know. They released a Valentine's Day special for Big Mouth. I watched that the other day. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to. Uh, I had a chance, but I wasn't in the Big Mouth mood. You yeah. have to be in the mood to watch Big Mouth. It is extremely vulgar. And I watched it with somebody that didn't watch it before, and I felt bad. I'm like, um. Like, <laughs> when you think shit is funny, and then the person you watching with it, watching yeah, it with like, is like. disturbed. It's like, okay. Well, yeah, you want something to eat? Like, damn, bro. This fucking just like, yeah, so, yeah. But I watched that. I think it was something else I was watching. I can't remember. But that's the majority of it. I finally caught up on a million little things. And. That's pretty much all I was watching. Music-wise, Ariana Grande released her album. Thank you, Next. It's actually pretty decent. It is a pretty good album. And you know what? She is like, she saturates the fuck out of her market. And I wonder, since no how successful she is, why she feels like she has to do that. She saturates the fuck out of her market. Like, she literally drops the album like, almost like every eight months. Like, it don't even sound like, I don't, did Sweetener even come out a year ago? No, it's been like six months. That's what I'm saying. Like, she's dropping the fuck out of the album. So I'm like, she really could do, like, she can go on tour and literally not play anything but singles because she has so many fucking singles. Like, she doesn't even have to play deep album tracks. Well, this is what they call the uh, Rihanna effect. And that's what I was about to say. I was just about to say that it's similar to how Rihanna used to be. Like, you would listen to it. She have multiple songs from different albums on the radio at the same time. So that means enjoy it, 
because it's going to stop very soon. Yeah, <laughs> she's gonna find some kind of avenue. Some, you know. Well, it makes another. me feel good because I like this album, and, and like, um, she's um headlining Coachella. Well, I'm going in April, so it's more adult. At least I can appreciate that much. She definitely is in her savage mode. I don't give a fuck shit right now, and I can appreciate that level of savagery. I mean, that's kind of what we wanted. Like, I don't understand, like. I understand to a certain extent, but that that whole Disney Channel mode, yeah, where you have to, you know, a lot of them are like in their late teens, early twenties, and shit, and then they come out with music for like five, six years, and it's still that kind of, it's still that kind of wave. It's like, yeah, eventually you have to grow up. We're not gonna discuss who else needs to grow up, but uh, who else needs to grow up? I want to discuss. Um. Oh yeah, Roosevelt's not here. So, um, did you listen to the? Nicki Minaj freestyles that were dropped. Oh, <laughs> uh, he! I don't think he really. Uh, um, Rafa is a gossip columnist. He is not even really. Um, I mean, he's just he's not even really a Barbie. He doesn't have an affiliation. He's just there. But yeah, his friends though are Barbies, and he's great. They're crazy. But yeah, like um, I agree. People have been begging the fuck up out of these Barbiana and um, what else? Uh, look. What else did she drop going bad? Yeah. And it was just like, she is speaking to the topic. No growth or change in her abilities at all. And I'm just like, okay. And it's weird because let's say if a cash doll or dream doll or what, uh, What's what's the uh the, the cash me outside girl? Like if they had dropped what she dropped, it would have been good. But there is that expectation with Nicki Minaj that we know you can rap. That's what I'm saying. She's already deemed a lyricist, so impress me. So yeah, so So the rap. bare minimum is not gonna impress me. Like you're not gonna spit uh and no offense to them and no fucking shade to them, but you're not gonna spit a dreezy um, uh, fucking, um, Cash Doll, Cardi B, um, fucking City Girl quality verse and get praise from me. You, you, you got bars, so body this shit then, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, that's true. Because I didn't, she didn't do nothing special on that Blueface song, and like, that nigga rapped the whole song off beat, even though he said it was on beat, which is even more of a mind fuck. I actually got a headache listening to, like, um... <laughs> read the genius for that song it's like yeah everybody talk about me rapping off beat so i wrote this song intentionally to the beat i'm like if that was you writing to the beat bro <laughs> i'm not letting him happen i'm not i don't give a fuck he is attractive he is and that's literally it so i know you bitches are easily entertained and easily satisfied but i am not letting y'all have this he is not getting in i'm sorry what He's here. I know, and I'm so <laughs> agitated. I don't give a fuck what you talking. It's the same thing. People are like, we're not gonna let Young Miami happen. Like she already happened. Y'all got to get over it. And you know, it's funny. My brother, I listened to. I'm behind. Cause I know this shit came out a long time ago. But um, my brother is like my um, hood rap fairy godmother. And we he introduced me all the ratchet female rap all the time, and so um we listened to we listened through girl the entire girl code album from uh city girls, and it was just like 
The whole tone is too like, cause it's catchy. And like in reality, I'm torn. The reason I say I'm torn is because men have been making music like this, talking about dogging women out and fucking them over for centuries, nigga. I don't know about centuries. Centuries, nigga. It's not been centuries. Shut up. Centuries, nigga. Okay? For dramatic effect. <laughs> so it's weird to like, I really can't, I don't understand why everybody feels some kind of way because like, oh, this ratchet ass music and female rap is all ratchet and, and degrading and all that. I'm like, what? Like, niggas have been talking about dogging out females forever. But when you talk, and like, and the difference to me is that all niggas do it. So, of course, like, the rich, the wealthy, the attractive, you know what I'm saying, niggas with shit going for themselves, they gonna dog you out. And the peasant level niggas that don't got shit is still out here trying to dog you out. That shit don't even, it's no range for that. Like, that shit is everybody. But with the women, like, I listen to City Girls and I'm like, this catchy as fuck, where are these niggas at? Because <laughs> like, me and my brother, some of them, like, and this is no shade to them. And I'm like, they're cute girls, but they're not like Britney Renner, Instagram quality type women, where it's like, niggas, it's like, I'm about to give you a check to suck my dick. You know, I'm, realistically, I don't know how that works. Hendrix, help. But I don't know how the that works. Yeah, okay. Wrong person. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. A check to suck my dick. <laughs> are you retired? But that's slow? what I'm saying, though. But that's but you know what? But she said that in the song. She was just like, "I guess you find the niggas that are doing it." She's like, "I don't give a fuck what you got if you're not giving it." So I want to know the niggas that like I got so much money and I'm tricking like whoever the fuck threw five hundred grand at the fucking club. Not her. Like that type of shit. <laughs> like I need the nigga. Like you got you got racks and you spend it. And she was like, I'm gonna be there until the racks gone. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think the disconnect is that with the the male artists that put out songs, it's like both ways as far as listenership. So let's say uh our dog goes. Oof. Right, so I mean, for y'all, don't I, I posted on our, the yes of nutrition. So, with that song, you can sing that lyric for lyric, and I can sing that well, lyric I don't for know. lyric. Oh, no, I'm saying course. like you know, you can sing. You, you come on in the club, you are gonna sing it. Yeah, I dog hoes, I dog hoes, roof. Right, some city girl shit. Come on, niggas cannot participate. In that shit. Even though it might be catchy, like the twerk beat is catchy as fuck. But that's in general though. Like but that's but you know what? That's not even female male rap. That's just that's just regular male not even say male homophobia, but it's just regular like male ego. The reason I say that is because as a woman, I can sit there and rap every lyric every lyric to a male rap song, like, oh yeah, bitch, somebody like touch it or not is my shit. <laughs> I've been hugging the block. That's right. I don't know if you're going to suck it or not. I can sit there and sing that. But, you know what I'm saying? A nigga ain't going to, you know what I'm saying? Fucking sing, come on your tongue, daddy. Like, <laughs> when you hit me from the back, I ain't going to run, daddy. Like, ain't no nigga about to say that, no matter how hard it go. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, that's exactly so that's what I'm saying. So that's the difference. Yeah. Anyway, but I'm not talking about the, re- the reception of the song. I'm talking about the fact that. 
niggas will listen to their fucked up songs all the time. Like, we dogging bitches. But niggas will be like, oh, the bird ass city girls got you bitches thinking this is like. But it's like, these niggas got y'all thinking. Because Lil Baby is disrespectful. The song, the shit he be talking. I was like, nah, nigga, you can't fuck me. You can suck my dick, though. Or the fucking G Herbert nigga tell me some, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, suck my DJ dick. Like, what? <laughs> you trying to get on the bus, nigga? Like, what? Like, these niggas is disrespectful. But if I say, I'm going to sit on your face, you know what I'm saying? Or she, well, she, I ain't saying shit. <laughs> That's it, no word, I'm on a chair. Um, if, <laughs> but if the city girl some also, you know what I'm saying, whatever, talking they shit, <laughs> then it's different. Actually, it's just, that's just this double standards that exist yes. between male and females. It because is. for instance, I was talking to this guy I'm cool with or whatever, and he was talking about, we was talking about, talking about tattoos or something. And, um, talking about like girls getting, um, people getting stuff tattooed on them. And, um. I was like, I would never in my life do no shit like that. And, like, you know, it's like, why are we like that? Da, 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 da. And I'm like, because that's fucking stupid. I was like, first of all, I, like, I, don't, I'm gonna, I'm not, I don't believe in tattooing stuff on my body that can change. Everything I have on me is stuff that's the same, nigga. My name will always start with a K. Nigga, this will always be my mama's birthday. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to always be a Leo. Like, these are facts of my life. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I don't tattoo shit on me that can change. That's just how I've always been. But I only have five tattoos. It's not like I'm over here, like, fucking tatted up, you know what I'm saying, Casey in this bitch or nothing like that. You know, ink my whole body. I don't give a fuck. Not that. That's not the life I live. But the guy was like, oh, yeah, like, pretty much, it's like, insinuating, I guess, or saying that it's multiple bitches that he had that has, you know, his name on him. I mean, that has their, his name on them, yeah. And so I'm just like, that's fucking dumb. Like, I'm like, hell no. And so I'm just like, he's like, I mean, they can get it covered up. And I'm like, but it's the principle. I don't even want a nigga to feel like he ever had that much over me that I was dumb enough to be like, yeah, I love you so much. Tattoo it here. I want it to be claimed. Like, nigga, you might as well fucking, I don't even know. What is that shit called? I don't know. Will you fucking sign a pig or I'll be the cow or some shit? What is that? Huh? Oh, you talking about branding? Yes, you know it's like it's essentially branding me. Fuck the fuck no. And so I asked him. I was like, "So their names on you?" He's like, "Fuck no." Another fucking double standard. <laughs> so you have multiple bitches running around here. You know what I'm saying? He's like, "So what would you say if you know they wanted to get your name tattooed?" I'm like, "I would say no. I would. I would say no." I was like, "I was like, I was fucking 17." And my parents were together since she was 16 years old. She was in her 40s. And we went to the tattoo shop. And she got my dad's name tattooed on her. I was still looking at her like, you sure, sis? <laughs> okay. <laughs> they was together 30 fucking years. I was still looking like her. You sure about this? <laughs> to my mother, nigga. So if you think <laughs> I'm about to do some stupid ass shit like that, you got me fucked up. But it's just the fact that how appalled he was. And I was like, so you got their names on you? And he like, hell no. A double fucking standard. What? Ain't that some bullshit? Well. You see person. I've been quiet. Wrong Whatever. person again. <laughs> you see I'm quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you notice I've been quiet. <laughs> Not going the tattoo discussion route at all. No thank, no, thank you. Uh, so many jokes there. I mean, I only got one. I ain't get two. 
<laughs> she got He's two. branded. She got two. <laughs> so. Don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. It's hard to cover up. And it means absolutely nothing. Like, it's not going to make your relationship any stronger. <laughs> like, no, not at all. Like, at all. Get a matching jewelry or something. Like, I don't know. Yeah, at least something that you can pawn afterwards. Yeah, like, I highly... And, and if you really want to feel that close to each other, I highly recommend... I would definitely... I would condone matching tattoos. Before I condone branding yourself with someone else's fucking name or initials or anything like that. That's just fucking stupid. Because that's personalized. My nigga, you could have just stopped that name, my nigga. Calm down. <laughs> I'm looking at you, I'm not, I really wasn't. Nobody's thinking about you with your triggered ass. Like, <laughs> it's a soft spot. Nobody is talking about your triggered ass. I'm saying it. <laughs> what up, girl? I'm saying in a general fucking sense of... <laughs> <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is just if you're gonna do that, if you're so in love and inclined to tattoo some shit on you, pick out something that y'all both like and get matching tattoos. Cause at least that way you could just be like, This is my picture of a trouble cleft. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it ain't nothing like you know, their initials or nothing wild like that. So anyways, how do we get on this topic? <laughs> I don't know, but I wish we get the fuck off. Okay, we're leaving. We're hopping off this shit. Anyways, I think that's it. Movies, TV, music. Yeah. Anybody else drop? Nothing? No. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Nigga, <laughs> <Okay>. calm down. <laughs> oh, going bad video was dope. You see it? I'm sorry. All right, nigga. No, I mean, it was. I don't like. Videos that don't have nothing to do with the video. Why did they run into each other? I'm surprised there's no think pieces about this already. Cause it's nothing to think about. They you tried already to do some, know some artistic shit with a basic ass song. Just release the uh, ass shaking song. I would rather, yeah, just do that. Hey, yeah, yeah. Well, so just go to the strip club. Okay. Like, where's the worst? What's free video? Release that. We ain't, uh, I don't care about that. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> Anyways. All right, guys. You ready to start the show? All right. So, this week, niggas lost their fucking minds about a lot of shit. We're going to start off with the um, 21 Savage story. Um, as we were recording last week, the story broke. Um, it is true. Uh, 21 Savage was born in the United Kingdom. That is very true. Um, but there is a lot of um, mystery around a lot of stuff because things have come out later. Like he was arrested with a, a fully loaded uh, weapon that wasn't said initially. Um, he's being detained, which, you know, you kind of had to have, like, cause. Like, it's a lot of mystery in the air for that. And we just, yeah, we wish him well. Like, hopefully that shit gets sorted out. But it, it goes back to the bigger point of the whole issue with immigration and shit like that. Like, it's kind of fucked up that somebody could be here and be a normal citizen 
for upwards of 10 to 15 years and then if you know if they so if they see it to be an issue like oh okay yeah, you gotta go back but then on top of that <laughs> apparently of course his he had he filed to get his visa a long time ago and they've been putting it on hold so yeah that's what i'm saying it's a whole lot of bullshit because that's not a lot of people, a lot of people saying that like oh you've been here you've known better you could have been did it and it's like he has been like they literally just have not been pushing his application through and i i feel like that's not a very uncommon case i feel like that happens a lot of times it actually does it's um uh, this uh fitness influencer that i follow actually have moved to uh she moved to the u.s from canada and yeah. she had a, she moved to phoenix and she had a house there and everything and her someone her paperwork didn't go through and now she has to like she had to move back to canada and reapply she had a job here and everything, but like they were denied her application. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that happens all the time, and that's one of the good things out of this whole situation is the fact that it's bringing a bigger light to immigration. Because a lot of times, we as a people don't really pay attention to shit until it affects our community. So, you know, somebody that you felt like was one of yours, and something like this happens, that you know. It gets, you know, it gets more light. It gets more um, intrigue and people are more proactive in what's actually going on. Because this shit is not new. It's been happening. It's an accelerated rate of it happening now. But I, I definitely like the fact that it's it's in, um, you know, it's, it's in the spotlight to where people are actually taking note. I know... Uh, our favorite uncle Jay Z is um doing for him similar to what he did for Meek Mill as far as getting him the proper legal team to fight the case and yeah, it's just it's just weird. The whole story is weird. We've been getting a lot of weird stories with agendas like, you know, on them and shit lately. So yeah, you to, we just got to pay attention to what's going on. Before it hits the national spotlight. Yeah. Because um, the Jesse story is a story that happens on a everyday basis. And we needed to pay more attention to it before it got to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, people also lost their mind when Gucci. Oh, yeah. Look, man. I don't understand why European companies don't understand the significance of American history. Blackface has never been cool. It will never be cool. Like, that's not even a cool symbol to use. It's not a, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get it. Like, that whole, the whole why? Why are you promoting a, a blackface sweater? And it was, like, really intentional because you can tell that they put some thought behind it because the fucking turtleneck can be, you know, lifted up so you can put your lips inside of blackface lips. Like, why? Why did y'all think that was cool? But more so than anything, I'm glad it brought a lot of people, especially in our community, to realize that a lot of these designers don't really give a fuck about us. They've never gave a fuck about us. All they care about is our dollar, which we, for whatever reason, are so quick to throw 
into their bank accounts. Like, what's the point of like Gucci? Okay, Gucci. That's that's nice. Why? Mm-hmm. This was like why. This is so many other things you can can buy besides this overpriced T-shirt. There's so much that you can do, so much more that you can do with your money besides spending it on designer clothes or. Don't get me caught uh, started on it. What's them fucking? I know this don't have nothing to do with the whole racist shit, but the um, Goose Country or whatever. Them jackets is like a thousand fucking dollars. Yeah. Them coats. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> How many fucks, sir? Yeah, that's hell. It was like 400 for a minute. Bro. <laughs> I looked. I peeked. But that's that's about it. But um, even on like a local scale, like we have Gucci stores here in the metropolitan Detroit area. And you can tell that you're not wanted every time you walk into a high fashion designer store. Like, they don't bring out the champagne for you as you walk through the door. After you buy something, yeah, you get all the goodies that you want. But coming in the door, oh, yeah, the security guard poke up, you know, you, oh, hey, okay. what, what, what you need? You know, the tennis is like, okay, let's see if this nigga's stealing and shit. Like, so to have that kind of stigma on you before you even spend a dollar in the establishment, don't spend your fucking dollars in that establishment. I go into restaurants all the time. If I don't like the vibe, I'm leaving. I don't care. Like, I'm not spending my money here if I feel like you don't give a fuck about me or right. you judging me or you feel a certain type of way that I'm in the same space as you. Fuck you. Simple as that. So I'm glad that, you know, a lot of people have come out. Uh, T.I.'s came out. Spike Lee's came out. I think it was Mike Epps who's came out. Like, And they're noticing that it's not just Gucci. You can go down the line. It's Gucci. It's Prada. It's Montclair. Like, all of these people are exploiting the, the pain of African Americans. Like, stop bigging them up. Stop shouting them out in your songs. And, and especially, don't don't spend your hard-earned money on some shit that's not for you. That they don't want you to have. Mm-hmm. And they just give... They don't give a fuck about your history. Like, anybody with any any kind of common sense will understand that that shit's not cool. And especially in 2019, that shit is not cool. Yeah. I don't fuck with it. I mean, it's sad, but stuff like this happens all the time. If you think about it, I mean, obviously, this is uh, a major designer, I guess, very representative of wealth and stuff like that. Because, you know, I know people like to joke about everything. That was the post I kept seeing over and over again. Like, oh, we're talking about real Gucci, not the fake Gucci that I wear. It don't matter. It's a symbol of status. It's, yeah, it's a, it's still a similar, exactly, a symbol of status. You're pretty much still aligning yourself with them. Don't wear the fake shit. I don't know what the fuck you got to do. I got to retire my Gucci person. All right. At the end of the day, look, <laughs> y'all got to chill. It's kind of like you should be able to acknowledge, like, okay, like, these people don't fuck with us. It's kind of like very similar to, like, with the whole what happened with Jay-Z and, like, the Crystal thing. Yeah. And they pretty much like, we don't want y'all niggas with our bottles. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's pretty much how that went down. And so, if y'all know that these people not fucking with you, who, the, who else was in Montclair that had another blackface jacket? And they said that was released in 2016. Yeah. So it's just like y'all already know what it is. These people aren't stupid. Um, somebody was saying that like I have a, somebody was like on I think it's on Twitter. Like I have a marketing and advertising degree. If y'all think these people are not knowledgeable what the fuck they're doing, y'all stupid. It's like it's so much research. They hire experts to design this shit and do the research for this shit and all this stuff like that. To think about style and what's hip and what's gonna come into. What's going to be popular? What's going to be popping at any time? It's like that. Like so much goes into the development of these items that no somebody knew. Yeah, because like I said, the fucking turtleneck rolls up into some blackface lips. Yeah, that you can wear. Like get the fuck out of here. So you already know it is what it is. So I mean, I completely fucking understand at that point. So I agree, and I stand in solidarity. I don't exactly wear Gucci clothes or anything. I definitely just don't. I mean, but like I was saying last week with the um, whole Killer Mike show, like our dollar stays in our community for six hours. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. I can see that. I can imagine. That. I like, I watched his uh, interview for uh, Breakfast Club, and it was amazing. I would actually suggest and encourage people to watch it. It made me, like, watching that in that moment made me feel so proud to be black. When you're around people like that and hear them talking, like, just a level of intellect, respect, and all that stuff that goes into it. Because a lot of people don't feel like that. A lot of people don't know how to express it, get it articulated, and all these different things like that. Even the way he spoke about his wife. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) A lot of black men maybe need to see that shit. So, I would highly encourage y'all to go on over there to Breakfast Club and watch that interview. It's on YouTube with Killer Mike. So. And, I mean, to piggyback off of that, that interview actually showed me why we are in the state that we are in. With the whole conversation between him and DJ Envy. That nigga. It's like, he want to be white so bad. Like, bro, it's, it's okay. You want, you know, everybody wants their children to have better than what they had, but... At the same time. But he got so mad he called a nigga DJ. Like, nigga, you actually are DJ. <laughs> he gonna choose occupation and be mad. Somebody called say that's your occupation. Got here. Yeah. So. Um, Beige rage. <laughs> the fact that they have a meter is hilarious. A beige rage meter. Because they know that nigga insane. <laughs> All right, so lastly, um, speaking of money, uh, you know, a lot of people might have thought that they should put their shit back under the mattress this week. Uh, Wells Fargo had uh, significant issues with their banking um, this week. They were shut down for, I believe, hours, where you cannot get funds, you cannot put funds in, you cannot take funds out. And, yeah, like... Is that something that you really want? Like, you talking about some sick and sad shit? Like, you can't access your money that you trusted an organization to hold and handle. Like, that is absolutely insane. Yeah. Like, do you... Is is that cool with y'all? Like, y'all, y'all feel like that's, that's good business? Like, if y'all are Wells Fargo customers, do you... Are you still a Wells Fargo customer? 
because a lot of times shit like that happens and it could have been a data breach or, you know, some niggas could have just got their whole account wiped out. But we leave it in the hands of these big organizations to handle what we work so hard every day for. And sometimes that shit is fucking scary. It is scary. It for sure is. I guess I just... What would be the alternative, though? Keep it in the mattress, nigga. Fuck them. <laughs> no, you have um, to pay bills. Look, everybody take care. I don't um. know about you. I'm not going to every <laughs> bill I pay and deliver. I'm not going to DTE. I'm not going up to AT&T. I'm not going up to Verizon. I'm not no, going no. up to this shit. I get what you're you saying. You can't online but... shop. You can't. <laughs> nigga, you can't do anything. <laughs> No, I understand. You're gonna get it would be way more people getting robbed if we know that everybody got their whole check on them every week, nigga. You're getting robbed. No, I I get what you're saying, but at the same time, it's kind of like it's just it messes with your brain to understand that potentially your whole life savings can just yeah, like your whole life savings is just gone because somebody. Fucked around and hacked into a computer, and now your shit just fucked up. I mean, but I guess that also depends on and what makes it important about um, researching the financial institution you choose to bank with. Because I know my bank insures my money. Yeah. Like so, whenever like the time I somebody in fucking North Carolina was buying the newest days on my card, <laughs> I got my two hundred dollars back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean stuff like that is inevitable with technology but at the same time it's like okay i can't not just somebody is spending my money i need money to go through day-to-day operations you know we swipe our debit cards like crazy i can't do that because y'all fucked up like something happened on y'all end so where i can't go get my shit out yeah. Now that I can't I use my see. shit. Like I can't even log in to see what the fuck is the problem. I'm finding out on fucking Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or watching the local news that y'all got shit fucked up. That's true. Now in that regard, that fucking sucks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not a sense of, you know, being protected. It's just like shit happens. Especially with technology to where But it's like even with like but just a thing though. The, the way technology progresses, it seems like if you are not moving with the times, it's inconvenient for you. Yeah. Like, it's inconvenient at this point in your life to not have a computer in your home. It's inconvenient in your life to not have a phone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we live like this at one point in time, but at a certain point, it's inconvenient. Like, I can choose to, like, it would cost me more money to not have a, uh, an account with a bank. Yeah, because on top of that, and then I'm getting my money later because now my job has to mail me my check. Actually, I don't know about anybody else's job. I don't think my job does that anymore. They used to. <laughs> they used to be able to mail you your check, which you would get three days after you, once to or three paid. days after you were supposed to get paid. So you get paid on Friday. Now that shit is going to get sent out to you on Friday, probably. So yeah. you may or may not get it that day or you might get it Monday. Instead, and then if you don't have a bank, that means you have to pay to go get it check cashed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's, um, it's 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 inconvenient for you to not have this thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, but I actually my job now you can't even they don't even mail checks no more. 
Yeah, y'all have like your own card though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so you company. still have to get a card. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, a company card. So yeah, you, they still, you either have to, you either have to have direct deposit or you have to get it. They, they're, they're still going to send you a card. Like, bitch, you got me fucked up. No, here's the card. Still, well, here's your money. Like, just use this. Man. You don't have no choice. You still have to have a card. Like, it's going somewhere. The money's going to be somewhere, bitch. We're not sending it to you. <laughs> Flat out. <laughs> like. That's where they get so. Yeah, that's all the stuff we have for Six Sad World. It's not, you know. Oh, and um, <laughs> Lori Harvey. Oh, you can actually get the fuck out of my man's face. Beyonce not gonna say it. She has too much class. But I just wanna let you know you can get out of our man face. Flat the fuck out. Okay, so you put bees under her her picture too. I'm not gonna be her. <laughs> so. And she put, she posted that she was like, but ironically, I'm in the beehive. <laughs> so, bitch, beehive your own shit, nigga. Look, man, she uh, she read her stepfather's book. That is true. She read the book front to back, nigga. She's playing these niggas like a fiddle. Is she, nigga? She did not not her stepfather, nigga. Her mom, nigga. If I if what I saw, what somebody said about her mom was true. Yeah. So, nigga, she didn't have to read Steve Harvey's book. Yeah. I think my best friend was just telling me that, like, that she was married to some, like, drug lord kickpin or had a baby with him. Then he went to jail. She got with his brother, had a baby with him, and yeah. then got with Steve Harvey. Like, the bitch, like, I'm going to make it regardless. <laughs> bitch said, I'm going to be all right. And on top of that, bitch, you're nine. What you're going to do? Your last name is now Harvey, bitch. You're you're set for life. <laughs> okay, nigga, she don't need to read his book, nigga. She need, her mama need to write one. Look, it's... <laughs> People don't understand, well, you know, that whole adage behind every good man is a good woman. It's a reason why Steve Harvey is tap dancing across our screens on a regular basis. He don't necessarily want to be out there, but he out there. Steve Harvey don't necessarily want to be out there doing all them goddamn shows, but (laughs) look, he don't want to come home to that bullshit. That's what happens. Yeah. So shout out to Lori Harvey. Keep doing what she's doing. Let people talk. So um, she not with Trey yeah. Song. I don't think she was with anybody. Oh, I guess that's why she's on everyone wish list. Say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's gonna wrap it up for Success Well this week. If you want to comment on anything that we talked about, mm-hmm, you can do so by what are you doing? Emailing us. At ass2ampodcast at gmail.com. That's number two. What the fuck you mean when I'm doing? That email is ass2ampodcast at gmail.com. Send any questions, comments, or concerns you may have about any part of the show. Or just to tell Hendrix that you fucking hate him. You can do that too. So, you know. Mind of a millennial. What's your question for this week? Okay. I forgot already. But if I had a question... <laughs> This will be the part of when I said, right? Okay. Um, I really can't remember. So you can go while I try to find it or I think it's in my phone. All right. So you are a world traveler, correct? Oh, yeah. Okay. I got it. Uh-huh. Yes. All right. So my question for you this week is, if you could be fluent in any language, what would it be? Um, For business purposes... I'm going to say Spanish because that's like the second most, right? Second most spoken language in the States. Isn't it? The States? Mm. Well, in business and stuff, I know that's like, it's, yeah, I, it yeah I feel like that's in, 
I guess I would say Spanish. I feel like that's the second most common language. I mean, I know it's something else, but I'm pretty sure it's up there. Yeah, that's pretty high. Um, I would say Spanish or um, ASL, sign language. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Just in case you know you niggas don't mean no one. <laughs> I took sign language classes in high school. Whatever. So, maybe you. Um, <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, that was how I say Spanish or sign language, probably. I think I'd go with Arabic. Really? Arabic or Mandarin. One or the two. Probably okay. more so Mandarin. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I definitely go with Mary Durant. Okay. It's money in that language. I want all of them, quite frankly. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But yeah. I actually thought about buying one of them little devices where you can translate and shit through your head and shit. Oh yeah. yeah. Not a bad idea. But I don't necessarily want to know Anyways, what niggas talking about. Um, the question that I have for you, because you're a dick, so I wanted to know why actually you won't take me to the store. That's actually a question I literally wrote in my phone. Well, I won't take you to the store. So I asked Hendrix to take me to the store so I can get my items to live. Literally to live. And he doesn't care about me living, so he said no. And so the question I'm posing to this motherfucker is why exactly you won't take me to the store? And why you didn't bring me nothing to drink? And why you're being me? These are these are the ones I wrote in my phone earlier. Hmm. Those are the questions you must ask. You hmm. must answer them now. Um, Nigga. I don't know. Um, I don't really go to the grocery store like that. I don't know. That don't matter. <laughs> it's, not, it's not about you. And uh, by the time we're done with this, it'll probably be snowing by then. So I kind of want to. Snow? Yeah, it's supposed to snow all. Um, it's supposed to snow tonight and then ma- the majority of the afternoon and night tomorrow. So, yeah. It's not snowing a uh, thing for tomorrow. It's supposed to snow from 8 to 11 and then that's it it's supposed to be snow tomorrow sorry it's not on here okay. well you know in Detroit it's gonna be snowing from <laughs> 6 to 1 in the morning that's way longer than the snow out here and, exactly uh, still no snow tomorrow though in mm. either place but y'all got way more snow in the city yeah like everything else it's just harder out there yeah, it is. so uh I don't know. I'll be asleep by the time it starts snowing. People like that. Yeah, but uh, to answer your question, I don't know. You um, don't know why you're a dick. I don't feel like I'm a dick. That's it's not about how you feel. Perception, nigga. Of course, you want to romanticize the trash in which you are, but I'm telling you the facts, and I'm asking why are you this way? Well, I don't feel like uh, I feel like I I went past my people pleaser phase in life, so. Yeah, fuck yeah. Shit, I would. You know. You know what? I don't, was about don't to get do really, don't really, really, really real. Don't do that. Let's go. But it's Let's all right go. though. Let's go. It's okay. Got time today, cause no, nigga, I have time every day, <laughs> nigga. And I hear that because I'm trying to feel. Day. I'm trying to realize when you was people pleasing. Because I know when I was people pleasing. Never mind. All right. Anyway, moving right along. <laughs> so since we already started. Let's argue. So, here we are. This week, we're going to be talking about changes. Let the fuck out. What kind of changes? In a person. So, pretty much, I'm posing the question of, uh, can people change? 
Do people change? What's the difference between changes and growth? Are those things different? Like, can you definitely, can you actually change who you, like your nature, who you inherently are? Like, I know you could be like, you can obviously become more educated. You can obviously, you know, become more ambitious or you can get a better job or eat a better diet and all these different things like that. I know those type of changes, but can someone actually change as a person? Do we think that that's possible? Have you seen it? Have you not seen it? Or is change a choice? <laughs> is it a choice? Like, do we choose to become better people? Or do we choose to stay the same and be, remain stagnant in our personal growth and journey? Those are questions I want I'm posing to you all. Change is a choice. Growth is inevitable. Is it, though? Yes. Okay, explain. Change is what you do to combat the situations that you go through in life and i feel like growth is just the what naturally happens after you go through some shit so you can grow without actually changing like you can grow as a person without changing anything that you're doing per se you can just get better or worse because growth goes in both ways so i feel like if you you know as you're experiencing something you can make a effort to actually change what you're doing, what you're doing in life, change your diet, change your sleep schedule, change your job and shit like that. But as far as growth, that's just a result of what actually happens. Like you can grow as a person when somebody, you know, when you feel like, you know, your growth is kind of like the, the end game of, of change to a certain extent. So do you think that growth is all cause and effect? Like, do we think that you need a learning experience to grow from, or do you think it is possible to actually just like, you know what? I was moving in, in a way that wasn't right. Or I was doing that. Like it's, I guess I'm asking is self reflection possible. Can you, Grow on your own accord, or does it take some kind of trauma or some kind of learning experience to be like, you know what, I should be doing these things differently? I mean, most most growth is rooted in time. Okay. So even if you change, you go through something traumatic, just say, you know, you used to do illegal act- activities and... Are we talking about doing time? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, let's say you're doing some illegal shit and some shit goes sideways and you change, you know, so you stop doing that. But that doesn't necessarily mean you had any growth because it's more so of how your mind looks at what you're doing. So, like I said, with the diet, you can change your diet, and you could be losing weight and shit like that, but you haven't grown until you're actually able to appreciate what happened when you changed your diet. Like, you got healthier. So, it doesn't matter if you didn't lose 100 pounds in 30 days like you was trying to do. You got more acceptable of accepting of your body, of, you know, foods that you didn't necessarily want. So... That's more so what growth is to me, the fact that you actually acknowledge the things that are going on. Change is just like, okay, somebody don't like this, let me switch it up. That don't mean that you are that. That just means that you appease a cause or a person like that. So so you're saying that you feel like growth is more rooted in like legitimate, like, I guess 
personal development, whereas change would just be like, oh, I'm just altering myself, whether it's like long term or for a moment. Yeah, change is cosmetic. Growth is something that actually matters, something that has matured and is actually a part of your life. I guess I, I guess I can see that if you if I had to use a metaphor or an analogy that actually now that I think about it, it might go over a lot of people's heads. Um, I would use like muscle growth, right? Yeah. To actually grow your muscle, you have to tear it. Mm-hmm. Which is essentially what you do when you work out. You're ripping your muscle, and then you it grows when it you know it repairs itself. It grows. And yeah. it's almost like the idea where you go through something or you or you have a learning experience or something like that and you grow from that thing in which and a lot of times in which damaged you. Yeah. And or even, affected you in a way. And even in that way, like when you don't experience that damage anymore, you change what you're doing to get more growth. I mean, because, yeah, because, like, I mean, like anything else, that's why I guess things are learning experiences. You think about it. You're not going to do the same thing over and over again. That's how you condition yourself. That's literally what so many aspects of our life is conditioning. You, you experience something. If the response or the outcome is unpleasant, you know to do it differently. Everything is conditioned. My behavior is conditioned upon the outcome. So if I do something, I mean, and it's, this is not always perfect. Obviously, sometimes we, we we as human beings are flawed in nature and we make repetitive mistakes. But you can definitely, um, in most cases, that's what the whole premise of conditioning. We are conditioned throughout our lives. Like, okay, I fucked up. Let me do something differently. Yeah, but it takes the growth to continue. Growth is continuing Yes. What you're doing. But let me get back. But but to slide away from the idea of growth so much, though, can you change? Like, do you think that anyone is inherently character flawed? Like, let's say you, because I know, I will say that I know, and I'm sure most people do, because even you as an individual, right? To me, and to the majority of people that know me, I'm a nice person. All right. But it's somebody <laughs> in this world, and it's not—it's not isolated to me. It's everybody. No, I know. It's somebody in this world that hates me, or even if it's not hate, because hate is a strong word, or doesn't like me, or don't think I'm a good person, or think that I'm fucked up, or think that um that has negative things to say about me. Right. That's everybody. You could take the nicest fucking person in the world, and you can. F- as two different people and one person is going to tell you everything great about them like oh my god it's so nice it's so kind it's so sweet and somebody else is going to be like that motherfucker yeah so perception plays a role absolutely but it's like can are are there people that are inherently bad because even even people that we don't think aren't even negotiable like you can ask the average person average black person <laughs> average liberal or democrat or whatever and be like what do you think about trump right and they're gonna be like oh, fucking racist fucking orange fucking peel bastard ass fuck the ass, stupid ass and then it's other people on the other side i think this man is a genius yeah you know what i'm saying so even if they 
even the things that you think are non-negotiable. Now, maybe later in life, he'll get to the point where people think of a nigga like Hitler. Maybe there's some people that secretly think that Hitler is a genius, but they're not saying it anymore. <laughs> no, they're still saying it. Oh, okay. Well, those are the people I have not seen, and thank God. <laughs> Shout out to Candace Owens. Okay. So, I don't know who that bitch is, but I ain't fucking with her. Um, So, it's like that. For every, that's what I'm saying. The stuff that you even think is crazy. And the reason I say that and the reason I'm actually thinking about because sometimes I have to analyze myself, which I do very often, probably way more than the average person. I check my own behavior more than anybody ever has to. That's just who I am. Not that I'm great. Yeah, I mean, accountability is very important in life, period. And I think that's what, that's where a lot of people nowadays are getting into, not trouble, but. That's why a lot of people feel the way that they feel because people aren't able to actually accept that, yeah, some of the shit that you do, even though it's good-hearted and it came from a good place, it might still be trash to somebody else. Or stupid. I can say I can say that. And and I, I can use myself in that analogy. I've done so many things in my life for people. Or for people I care about like that. And they were good deeds, but they were things that I should not have done. Yeah. Because it's like, I was doing good for someone else, but shitting on myself, if that makes any sense. So it was just like, they were good. They were things that was like, I was doing it because I was a good person or because I care, but they still were bad decisions that I made. I agree with that. So being a good person... And doing good is not always good for you. It's not always the best thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could use even a lighter example of someone who you happen to, like, it makes you a good person because you're giving money to somebody in need. But if you're giving some money to somebody you know they're about to go buy crack with it, are you still the good person? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're doing, in general, a good deed, Right? But if you know that the outcome is still bad, you know what I'm saying? So No, I definitely get it because um, I will give you my last dollar with no remorse and not, you know, not tell you. Like, I could be struggling, but if you need something, I will let you. Yeah, you need it. I don't feel, you know, I don't necessarily feel like I need it at the moment. But, yeah, that's not necessarily the best route to take because you are fucking over yourself yeah and, and that's been my whole life and i think it uh, overshadowed it with because which that goes into a deeper conversation i'm not gonna have right now but as far as like the things that i do i always like i don't do things assuming that i'm gonna get anything in return but i do think it's just like oh wow like i'm a like good things happen to good people which is false please don't believe that i'm here to tell you that that's bullshit um Absolute bullshit. But I'm thinking like, oh, you know, I'm on the right path. Like I'm doing this, like especially because I like I have a very strong intuition in myself, and I suck at listening to it. And the reason I say that is because <laughs> like, if someone, I'm getting better. I'm getting a lot better saying no. This is my year of no. I can concur with everything being said. Right this now. is definitely my year of no, but and I'm getting better with that. But I've definitely was just like the person that people ask for ridiculous shit. It is crazy because I never ask anybody for anything. So it's actually something that I can't even fathom. 
<laughs> the stuff that people ask me for. But I'm always just like trying to make it happen and trying to be everything to everybody. And it's just like, it has gotten me absolutely nowhere. And I'm not saying that was ever my intention. I was doing it out of just like the kindness of my heart, but literally every good thing that I have ever done for someone has slapped me in the face. I've never done anything good where I was just like, I feel good about that. Like, it's always like that was fucking dumb and you shouldn't have done that. I mean, well, hindsight is twenty twenty, so. I know, but I'm, I'm talking about the idea of it. When you think about doing a good deed and you're like, okay, I did something nice for somebody. But I'm saying if every time you've ever done something nice or something that you felt like you were supposed, supposed to do and you did it and it ba- bit you in the ass every time, it's just like, damn. <laughs> now that's some kind of fucking conditioning, ain't it? I mean, that's subjective as well, though. What do you mean? Well, with the whole biting you in the ass, like, did it actually bite you in the ass? Like, how were you worse for wear after do- after uh, doing that good deed? Uh, 13 grand in debt. Well, not that good deed. Cause that, yeah, I, I concur with that. But uh, <laughs> you're going to talk about some other <laughs> Oh, I had to put that one. I mean, <laughs> just saying. Let me go on record and <laughs> saying I don't think that was a good deed at all. Um, <laughs> but was. let me go back because this is not the topic. The topic is not talking about we're not even talking about being a good person. That is what brought me here. <clears throat> I talked about it a plethora of times, and actually, I'm going to tell the story y'all somewhere earlier. I talked about it a plethora of times, um, how all my relationships have went. And, um, it's always been extremely one-sided and extremely like a lot of me being very giving. I'm a very giving person. And a lot of people that I date there are like fucking toxic as fuck. And like the ex that I ran into was toxic as shit. I really hope he'll listen to this. I'm sure he doesn't. I feel like I've talked about this nigga a lot out here and never in a good way. Mm-hmm. So, um, this is toxic as fuck. Like, every way that you can fucking imagine. Like, well, he didn't beat me. <laughs> well, he didn't beat me. Um, but, like, he was emotionally abusive and um, extremely emotionally abusive, habitually negative, very fucking mean, very distant. Um, he ain't had shit. He wasn't trying to get shit. He was discouraging. Literally probably everything you don't want in your mate, right? And I was pretty much taking care of us. And he was extremely fucking ungrateful. And he was also all of these things, right? So I'm going to I'm gonna give y'all a really real moment. It was funny in a moment because me and my... First of all, I was already drinking. And me and my friends are fucking hilarious. And shout out to Courtney and Nicole. <laughs> so yesterday, like I said, I ran into this nigga at this party. Before I actually... Like, I seen him. But me and my friend was in a car. So I, he didn't see me at first, but this nigga pulled up and like, I, my friend, like, oh my God, that's him. Like, oh, okay. Well, he, how he get that car? Petty. I know. <laughs> Let me use this other therapy session so I can work through my, my damage. But like, it was funny when me and my friends was talking about it because it's like, in my mind, and this is maybe ego. It's ego. Definitely. But it's also feeling like, I guess going back to the point that good shit don't happen to 
um, good people, which would also mean that good shit happens to bad people. And But that was what brought me to the topic of can you change? And I'm going to elaborate on that. I say that because I'm just like, in my mind, however ridiculous, I'm like, as much shit as this man had put me through, nothing good should have been happening in this motherfucking life. Where did this car come from? (laughs) Whose car is that? And I'm not even going to lie. I walked over there to look at the back of it to see if it was a rental and it wasn't. Like the tags was his month and birthday everything. I was so irritated. I was irritated. So, (laughs) okay, I'm not a creep. He was parked next to my car. So just just around this home, <laughs> the car was right next to me. Okay, I didn't go look for it. But it literally, like, I called my best because I was already in the car with one of my best friend. And I called the other one, and we literally like had a key about this shit because I'm like, I'm like, nah, like he he has to live in this car too. Like in my mind. <laughs> His life was supposed to not improve without me. Like, it was supposed to still be as fucked up as it was when he left. He didn't leave. He didn't leave me. I broke up with him. Just like, but when he left my house, the fuck? In my mind, because he was not a good person and he was not good to me. And all the emotional turmoil and shit that I went through was, in, in my mind, indicative of the fact that he should be stagnant throughout his life and not improve and still need me. I am the one that fucking got away. And everything since then was downhill. Now, this can go into <laughs> another conversation. <laughs> but I analyzed myself, like I said, I often do. And that's what brought me to the topic of can people change? <laughs> Maybe in the past five years, this nigga did grow into someone deserving of good shit. I don't know. But is that possible? Because he was such a bad person to me. But does that mean he a bad person? Because it might be somebody else that thinks he's amazing. All right. Well, I'm going to talk to you. Um, <laughs> but it was really funny yesterday because I was drunk. So it was me and my friends was laughing for 20 fucking minutes. But anyway. Maybe him being a bad person was for you to grow. And I feel like that's how I look at a lot of things. Like a lot of shit that happens... With me, I feel like it's a direct it's a direct correlation for my need to grow. And if you're happy with who you are today, then maybe that was the change that needed to happen. It wasn't change on his end. It was change on your end. Because a lot of times people talk about, like, you know, the guardian angels and the things happen for a reason. Bad shit happens for a reason, too. And I think that's what a lot of people can't understand people think that when people say things happen for a reason it has to be positive no it can be negative because you need negative things to happen to you in order for you to grow in a positive way so maybe that's what it was it had nothing to do with him it was about you everything that happened was so that you could grow and you could change and be a better person and if you happy with the results of today Cool. It worked. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking through it. Yeah, I mean, that's just my outlook on it. Like, there's some shitty shit that just happened to me, but I woke up this morning and I was okay. With oh, that's shit. a very optimistic thing. So, like, I'm okay with me. To say. so, But, you know, honestly, I've gotten to that place. I will say that um, I have a... Mm. 
worked through a lot of my fucking issues. Not like, oh, I need fucking counseling. I probably do too. But not like that, but in a way that getting to a place like of being so content with everything that I'm doing right now and life in general, like I feel like I'm becoming more shit, connected spiritually. I'm not going to say religious because fuck that. But I feel like, you know, I consider him like, oh, you know, like I'm blessed because I am. My grace has never been with the Lord. It's been with the Bible, y'all niggas. That's just a whole nother thing. Hey, 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 hey. Um, <laughs> so it's like, I can't understand it. Like, I guess I'm blessed beyond measure. And I know all these things are like, oh, I have so many goals and aspirations and things that I did not have before. And like, I feel good right now. And like, yes, like as someone with a diagnosed clinical depression, you know, it's the highs and lows in this bitch. For sure. But right now, I feel like more than any other time in my life, everything is completely dependent on me. And at this point in my life, I literally have, have feel like my happiness is my own. Yeah. And completely up to me. And I'm good, regardless. Like, I used to be so consumed with relationships and money and all the time where I still love money. <laughs> but relationships and... All different kind of things and like just burdening myself with my with issues and it's just like now I've definitely feel so free and empty and light and airy and shit. I just be minding my black ass business and I can be happy sitting here in my bed watching Criminal Minds for hours and I won't miss a beat. Okay, I can. Well, a lot of times going back to the doing good and shit like that. Like a lot of times. I feel like people who are people pleasers, which you happen to be, you want to acknowledge that I am, but, um, Never got it's in your stomach right now, fucker. Um, <laughs> a lot of times, reparations. <laughs> a lot of times people, um, tend to do stuff that they don't necessarily have to do. And I feel like that's where the mind fuck goes into because you're so, wrapped up like you were saying you're so wrapped up into making other people happy that you don't realize that what you're doing doesn't correlate to other people's happiness mm-hmm. it just fucks with you because you like oh i did this thing and but you didn't do a thing for me it's like well maybe i didn't you know maybe that person didn't want that thing or those things or you know what i'm saying a lot of times we do things because of our own perception of other people's happiness, of other people's change, of other people's growth. Yeah, like, you have to worry about you, and if people aren't able to communicate what's going on, they don't have shit to do with you. You know what I'm saying? Change? Okay, all right, bet. I did this. You shit on it. We gonna, con- you know, we gonna move on. It won't happen again. Like, that's growth. Knowing that you can't please people who don't want to be pleased. Mm-hmm. You can't, you know what I'm saying? No matter what good deeds you do for somebody, it might not, it still might not matter. Like you can give a motherfucker a kidney and they can leave you the, oh, okay, I got my kidney. Bye. Thank you. I, we've seen stories like that. This yeah. Happened. So, yeah, a lot of times it, you work on your own change, your own growth, and you let niggas work on their own time. You know, everybody has their own time. I definitely realized that the hard way. And the reason I said it, because like when I was, um, I've always been very given. That's just who the fuck I am. And it is what it is. To a fault. 
I'm not denying that it's to a fault because I've given and done for people that did not deserve to piss on them if they were on fire. They didn't deserve that shit. So, um, I always, I was in the business and what I got lost in and caught up in is that, like, when I tell y'all this, that people don't really don't do shit for me. And when I say not doing stuff for me, I'm not talking about it because, like, yeah, Hendrix will, like, feed me and shit like that. I'm not talking about something like that. I'm talking about the, <laughs> the ridiculous grand gestures and shit that people ask of me. I could not even move my mouth to ask anybody of. And, like, that might be some pride. And then it also just might be who I am. Because even since I've had been on, like, been gainfully employed and taking care of myself, I haven't even asked my dad for anything. Like, I literally have not asked anybody for anything in a very long time. Since I was in college when I was getting allowance from my parents. Like, that's the last time anybody has ever fucking done anything for me. So when the people are like, oh, I need a co-signer. I need, um, I need to borrow $200. I need to borrow $1,000. And it's just like, how do you even get to that point where you ask somebody that you don't even care about for this astronomical shit? What? How do you get that? How do you, I don't even understand. How do people move that way? I don't even, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even ask nigga to, to pay to get my nails done or my hair done, let alone sign your life away, let me ruin your credit. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it goes to the root of it. Like, some people have to go through experiences to actually understand what's going on. Like, yeah, you can say, but like I was just saying, you can say whatever. You can say whatever comes to your mind. And if that, you know, that wish is granted, is like, oh, well, I didn't necessarily want it. I was just talking out loud, but it happened, so it's here. So, um, okay, cool. But I wouldn't even, but I'm saying I still can't fathom it because I wouldn't even do that. Like, I would never insinuate for anybody to buy me anything, like, or do anything for me, especially at the expense of themselves. Like, I couldn't even, man, I couldn't fucking imagine that. And I think that's why I'm always, like, so... That's for us. That's why I'm always (laughs) so surprised, though, when people ask me. Or, like, because niggas are good for shit. Like, they're like, oh, I'm like, especially when people are not even that close to you. And this is like, why aren't you asking your friends? Yeah, I don't like that. And nobody has friends, apparently, when they ask you for shit. I don't like that because at that point, I feel like you're taking advantage of me. Yeah, because I get that like, oh, I'm like, why? I don't understand why you're asking me and not your friends. I don't have friends. Now you don't have friends. <laughs> Who are you with, out with every weekend and on the phone with all day? <laughs> like, so now you're lying. Like, like, yeah, like, now you're trying to insult my intelligence. I don't have friends. Yes, the fuck you do. Your friends, your parents, your family. Why the fuck are you asking me? And I actually, I had this conversation with one of my best friends from work, and we actually analyzed this when it comes to niggas. When niggas ask you for stuff, they're asking you because they don't want to ask the other people in their life that they care about. Follow me. They're asking you because they don't care about you and your opinion doesn't matter. So in my front of my family, I don't like I got my shit together. In front of the girl I like, I don't like I got it like that. In front of my friends, I don't want them to know that I'm struggling. Like I got, I got this shit on lock. But you... I don't give a fuck about you or your opinion of me. Run your check. 
That's what it is. They're asking you because they don't give a fuck about your opinion. They don't care if you know that they broke. They don't care they don't because they don't give a fuck about your fucking opinion. But the people that they like to actually care about, like I want my par- my parents to think that I'm doing well and they raised me right. And I want the girl that I like to still be impressed by me. And I want the but you. I know that you got a soft spot of me, and I'm exploiting that shit because I don't give a fuck about your opinion. That's what it is. Me and my best friend came to this conclusion, and it was actually a guy. And he was like, "That's really what it is." He was like, "That makes a lot of sense." And I'm like, "Got your asses." No, that, that is a, definitely a gem. It's a gem. Um, yeah, but that—that's all the part of growth and change. Like you have to change your answers and grow. Like so, yeah, people can feel like you X, Y, and Z. Okay, cool. I don't give a fuck. Like I'm not, but I'm not gonna let you exploit me. I'm not gonna let you put me in these situations where I feel bad about myself. So yeah, you can feel however you want to feel. Yeah, that's, I mean, and honestly, that's really what it comes down to when it comes to like change and growth. And so, like, like I said, it's my year of now. So I got to the point where, like, you know what? I've been taking advantage of, of enough. I'm done. And like, even though you know life might not work like that, or whoever the higher power you follow might not go get the niggas that fucked you over, if all of those things are the truth. I still wholeheartedly feel like karma is real as fuck. And so maybe the turnaround is not fast or they might not get them the same way. And yes, I've been doing and doing and doing for people and for the right reasons, you know what I'm saying? And getting fucked up things about it. And eventually I'll get what I deserve. You know what I'm saying? But, and they'll get what they deserve or they'll get a new karma. It don't matter. But it's not up to you to determine what they deserve. They deserve to suffer. <laughs> Actually, it is up to me to deserve. They deserve. You deserve to suffer for taking advantage of people. But see, that's part of growth. You gotta let that go. I'm not letting it. I'm not. I'm not holding on to it. Karma is, and they're gonna suffer, and that's fine. They deserve to. I'm <laughs> suffering. I don't deserve to. I ain't do shit to nobody. <laughs> like I said, it's all subjective. I did. Like, your feelings might not be the feelings of the universe, man. I mean, I'm just definitely right about this. It's just nothing that I did wrong. <laughs> it's way too many cars and apartments and shit in my name. Furnitures and every other thing else for me to feel like the universe don't owe me shit. Because ain't nobody ever did that for me. A nigga would look at, your, would look at you sideways. When you ask them to take you grocery shopping. Wait, wait. Why? But why didn't are you think nothing. Me? I didn't say anything. But did <laughs> but didn't say nothing in the dealership. You know what I'm saying? So you literally have to think about stuff like that. Universe writes all their wrongs. Eventually. Skirt, even skirt. if you're forty five, it don't matter. Some at the end of the day. But anyways. <laughs> That's what got me to the point of talking about change and like that. Because I'm like, damn, like, well, can people change? Because I'm like, I don't know. Maybe at this point in that man's life or whoever life, they could be a good person. Um, But I guess I, my argument it was, like, is that possible? Like, if you know somebody to be inherently bad, can they change? Is it a such thing as inherently bad? Are there, is, is it ever that black and white? Are there good and bad people? No, we're all gray. I don't know. We're all great. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know how to touch that without touching religion. No, we're all great. I don't know. But that's why I said I don't know how to touch that without touching religion. Because I'll touch it. 
Well, the reason I said that because pause. I was talking to my uh, coworker about the lady at work that don't fucking like me, and literally is hell bent on irritating the fuck out of me. We don't even work directly together. We did at one point, and just angry and fucking mean for no fucking reason. I've never spoke to this woman. Angry and fucking mean for no reason. And I was, I was like, she'll burn in hell for her sins against me. And um. Yeah. I didn't mean that literally. Obviously, I don't really give a fuck what the fuck happened to her. She maybe she'll get hit by a bus. It'll be simpler. I don't know. But at the end of the day, I had told my friend that, and he was just like, "Well, you can't say that because it's people worse than her." And that's why I said I'm not touching that without touching religion because, like, then you have to go into the argument of the all the sins are way the same, ash nigga, head ass. So that's why I was saying like, I can agree and disagree with uh, Hendrix's gray. Thing because I said to take that approach would be to take that religious approach that it's all the same. Like bad is bad and good is good regardless of what it is. Because I'm like, is the person that cuts you off in traffic as evil as the murderer and the rapist? Why is it a standing cut somebody off? <laughs> it is to me, nigga. <laughs> but that's what I was saying. It's all, it's all how you perceive. Everything in life is how you perceive it well, to be. Not if we talking religion. Yes, yes. I think the thou shalt not kill was pretty black and white. <laughs> That's in one book and one religion. Well, one's a religion, but yeah. I'm about to say that thou shalt, think thou shalt not kill was clear across the board. <laughs> Even though they use the Bible to murder people all the time. All right, gonna um. Gonna keep it pushing. <laughs> Please push this shit all the way out. At the end on that, man. because you tried it, and I'm like, all right, let's no, go. No, I was saying as far as subjective, like what what he did to you and how you felt about that. Some people might have just wanted a body. They didn't, you know. We go, we see that all the time where people like, well, why the fuck is she still dealing with that? She just want companionship. She don't give a fuck how shitty it is. She just want companionship. So in her eyes, ain't nothing wrong with it. She get what you, you know what I'm saying? She gets her goal. It is what it is. So it's all subjective. People think I'm an asshole. People think you're an asshole. Well, yeah. to say that would be victim blaming. But, and the reason I say that is because, like, that's like saying, because you could change that. Like, that thing was just emotionally abused. You could change that somebody actually beating your ass and be like, oh, well, she didn't care about, she didn't leave. Cause she just wanted to be with somebody. No, that nigga's still wrong for beating your ass. No, see, he's still a bad person for beating your ass. Is what I'm saying. So let's not underestimate it or take away from it because it's not something tangible. But then that goes back to my subjective thing. Be somebody beating your ass isn't subjective. But is somebody being emotionally abusive subjective? No, it's still abuse. So that's saying sexual assault abuse. That's saying like, oh, because she liked, she wanted it. What? I'm just saying it's it's levels to the shit. It's I'm just, not. That's what I'm saying. It's victim blaming. What's up? It is. It literally is victim blaming. Cause this is what I'm saying. It's the same thing. If that's the case, then you know, fucking people in cults, they were brainwashed and manipulated. You can't. That's not tangible. But them niggas drank that fucking Kool Aid. <laughs> like, what? Literally, nigga. Wrap, wrap it up so I go down this rabbit hole, please. Oh, fuck. What? All right, y'all. 
that's gonna wrap it up. If y'all want to dialogue about this shit some more, y'all can hit us up in our, um, our email at podcast at gmail.com. That's number two. Let us know what you're thinking about this. You can also hit us up on our social media platforms, um, 2AM Podcast. You know what really grinds my gears? All right, Casey, what's grinding your gears this week? All right, besides Hendrix. Um, I get an honorable honorable mention every week, so it's cool. Well, because you're a terrible person, like we just said. It's subjective. Oh, no, nigga. <laughs> that shit ain't subjective. They might not know, but I know. You know what I'm saying? Um... But anyway, so my grandma gears is pretty short and sweet. Well, I'm going to make it short and sweet. So I was at work on my break on lunch, taking a nap at an empty table because I was sick all weekend. I don't like being around people when I'm sick. I'm a good person. See how that, man, ain't that wrong and worse than somebody ain't sick as fuck in your face coughing and shit. I hate that. So fucking rude. So when I'm sick, I isolate myself. I don't like being around people because I feel like a walking germ. It's gross. So um, I was sitting the table by myself and I was asleep because I was took so much fucking medicine and I'm just always tired. And so it was break time, lunch time. I was sleeping. And this woman that <laughs> doesn't work anywhere in the fucking area. Now, listen, I understand that I don't own this fucking lunch table. I don't. But it's an empty fucking table. First of all, it's empty. It's just me at it. It's she had to pass 75 fucking tables to get to this table. Literally. <laughs> Literally. And so I'm asleep and I felt somebody sit down. And I thought it was one of my friends or whatever, but they took so like, but my friend is a dick and he would have woke me up. So I'm like, okay, so that's fine. So this bitch was loud as hell while I'm asleep. So she came at the end of my table, loud and urban, on FaceTime, giving her baby daddy or girlfriend or whatever the fuck, the whole grocery list, loud as fuck on FaceTime. Now, y'all already know, we talked about FaceTime last week. It was unnecessary in the first fucking place. You better text that grocery list. Second of all, why the fuck would your loud ass Come to the table that I'm sleeping at and be loud. Why? This bitch literally found a quiet place to be loud. <laughs> like, let me find a nice quiet place to have my loud ass conversation. Like I'm not sleep. <laughs> bitch, my lunch is 30 minutes. Go the fuck away. Nigga, I'm about to get a reserve sign and put it on my table. And the next time somebody come and sit down, I'm like, uh-uh. Somebody said, what the fuck? So, yeah, that's it. I just, I still don't understand why. I literally am perturbed because it just made no fucking sense. This bitch passed at least 55 fucking tables before she sat at mine. I was literally the only person at this table. Sick as fuck. My stuff is spread out all over the table. And this bitch is sitting direct, diagonally across from me all at the other end of the table, loud as fuck on FaceTime, having a loud-ass conversation. Like I'm not asleep. Of all the motherfucking places in that motherfucking place. What the fuck made your loud ass sit right here? I'm dead. I should have coughed on her ass. Now, that's when you sit, you, you, you literally, at that point, that's when you sneeze all over the table. At that moment is when that was necessary. I should have just been <coughs> all on her phone. I should have been extra. Who we talking to? <coughs> Bitch, what? All right. Okay, I'm done. <laughs>
that's it. Um, grinding my gears this week is the um age. Like, I feel it. You know, you're younger and you got sick, and it was like two days, three days, maybe. You know, I speak for yourself. Now I was just sick for eight days. But that's what I'm saying. You I'm 21. <laughs> That you was almost 30. Oh, I never said that. Uh, yes, because if you add <laughs> eight to it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just crazy how you were able to recover so much faster when younger. And we all took that shit for granted. Now when we get sick or something happened to us, like we sprained an ankle, ain't no getting right back up and getting back in the battlefield and shit like that. Like, no, nah, nigga, it's a wrap. <laughs> Carry me out of this bitch <laughs> Flus last for two weeks And shit like that Just you know Be thankful for your youth Even if you aren't You know Old old In some people's eyes Like you're getting older So just you know Just be thankful of the little shit That you are Capable of doing So yeah that's the ground of my gears all right, guys. I guess that's going to wrap it up for this week. Hendrix, how can I reach you? You can reach me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Noli Hendrix. That is N-O-E-L-L-Y-H-E-N-D-R-I-X. Where can they reach you, KC? You can reach me, KC, in the place to be. <laughs> K underscore in real life. That's K-A-Y underscore I-N-R-E-E-L-L-I-F. E, that is on Twitter and on Instagram and then on Facebook you reach me at Casey Kyle K-A-Y-C-E-E-C-O-L-L and then you can reach the show <laughs> the two you really don't want to give up that Facebook podcast. name <laughs> <laughs> don't even put it out there uh, I don't care shut up anyway you can reach the sh- like you can reach the show you can reach me. Man, bro, you can reach the show at the two awkward moment. Bro, shut up, bro. I'm told. Two in your podcast, nigga. All right. On Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram or whatever. If you want to talk to Hendrick Ass. If you want to talk to me, you can hit me up in an email at S2AMPodcast at gmail.com. Yes, y'all be talking to Hendrick Ass. Can't y'all tell? Can't y'all tell? Okay, y'all don't get this energy and enthusiasm on social media because you're talking to Hendrix. If you're talking to me, it would be all glitz and glamour, but it's not. Okay, and if you want to find that shit, you can find it in the email. Don't forget the two. You know, ask to him, gmail.com, that number two. Mm-hmm. Anyways, all right, Hendrix. Any last fucking words? Tell you shit. <laughs> I didn't do anything. All right, all right. Any last words? <laughs> Yeah, these are actually some last words that you need to, no, to hear. fuck you. I don't want to hear. All right, show over. And I'm just saying, what? <laughs> Remember millennials. What? In the words of Kenise. our new brother, oh. Don Lemon. Don't play with me. So now we like him. Okay. Play Lotto. Your odds are better. Cute. That is cute. All right, y'all. We'll catch y'all next week. Peace out. Nigga, say peace.